Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having a good week, and I wanted to say that I've missed you. I haven't recorded an episode the last few weeks because, well, life is busy, it's the holidays, and I wasn't feeling inspired, and I want to talk to you when I feel inspired because I feel like it's more powerful, and we all have off days or off weeks, sometimes even off months, where we're feeling uninspired and we have to reground and kind of nest with ourselves and come back into reconnection and contact and almost a reset. And I think this is especially relevant as we end our 2022 and go into 2023. I want to point out that it's okay to step back. It's okay to take time off. It's okay to slow down and take care of yourself. In fact, I highly encourage it as you likely know if you've been listening to the podcast. A lot of what I do with my clients and my patients in the clinic is talk about slowing down because our world is nonstop bombardment of information, of food, of advertisements, of opportunities to connect. I mean, just think about social media. You could spend all day scrolling on any platform and never get to the end of it. And just that thought overwhelms me sometimes. And so I really protect my personal space in the way that I take time out and I take quiet time. Sometimes that looks like just sitting quietly or reading a book to kind of take my mind off of focusing on any one thing. Sometimes it's going for a walk or a hike. Sometimes it's just not planning anything for the day or for the week. And so... I've been off the last few weeks kind of regrouping, resetting, and nesting, and I felt inspired this morning to bring you this topic today about the foundation of feeling better because, as you know, knowledge is power, and I really strongly believe that we need a solid foundation to build upon, and I'm talking about this in terms of our mindset, but also our emotional world, which is kind of our unconscious mind. If we're not sure what we're thinking about and we're having strong feelings and we feel sensations in our body that kind of overwhelm us and drive us in a certain direction, that's our unconscious mind speaking. And a lot of times slowing down and just tapping into that and really getting curious about it, like, hmm, what's going on? can help us. And I want you to be able to build that foundation either with coaching support or just by listening to be able to have that skill because it is so, so important. And so many adults never even know that this skill is possible. They just operate on default, reacting throughout their life, and they don't create what they want. They don't get what they want. They don't create what they want. And they feel like life is happening to them constantly. And then they're reacting, which can be exhausting. And then your brain is always spinning. It doesn't shut off because you're always trying to solve for a problem that you can't control. So if this is speaking to you, this episode is especially for you. 
And so when I was thinking about the foundation of feeling better, what came to mind was creating safety for yourself. And it sounds kind of maybe hokey or too far out there. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have any really traumatic situations. And it's not that I feel unsafe a lot of the time, but I want you again to just pause and slow down and consider that anytime you're feeling uncomfortable or you're reacting from a fear-based place of what if, well, this could happen, so I better do this, then you are reacting from a place of fight or flight, which is the fear response, which is usually a response to feeling unsafe. And maybe you've just never thought of it that way, but that's why I want to encourage you to kind of slow down and just let this spark in your brain and kind of smolder there and see what comes out of it. So if, if safe, unsafe doesn't feel like you're connecting with that, you could use comfortable or uncomfortable kind of interchangeably. So creating safety means being able to feel better even when you're not okay, when you feel sad, when you feel angry, when you feel uncertain, you can still have a foundation of knowing that everything will be okay, that you'll be able to figure it out, that you'll be able to navigate through. And even if you or someone else is literally physically or emotionally not okay, you also have that sense of trust and deep understanding that in fact, while this moment is overwhelming, ultimately you will be okay in the long run. And this is something that I've thought about a lot and my parents helped instill this in me, but I know a lot of people don't feel this safety as they grow up. I was told over and over that I can do anything I want. I could become anything I want. And I was really encouraged to know that anything was possible for me. And even just having that ability to think that anything is possible creates safety because it allows you to expand out of what you're currently living and say, hmm, maybe this is possible. I might not know how I'm going to get there, but I can imagine it and I can start thinking about how it could be possible for me. So that's one aspect. But it's also physical and emotional safety because if you grew up in a home where things were calm and you were well taken care of and you never had to worry about where your next meal was coming from or even that you had a home, that you had a roof over your head, that you were physically safe from you know abuse or trauma or emotionally safe from someone flinging insults at you or blaming you or even just yelling, even not at you, but just yelling and that really made you feel unsafe in any way, I want you to take a moment and just allow that part of yourself to be there and be seen and witnessed because we develop coping skills between the ages of like seven and 10. And then if we don't ever evolve those or explore them and add to them, that becomes how we view life. We either see it as safe or unsafe, and that creates how we respond or react, whether we feel like we're in control or we're not. And the good news is, is it's okay to start wherever you are, but being aware of where you're starting is the first step, because if you're not aware of what's going on, you can't change it. You'll just keep kind of spinning in a circle, like you'll feel like you're going off in a direction and then something will pull you back. And with habit change, a lot of this is why we self-sabotage, right? Because it doesn't feel safe to go outside of our comfort zone. And it, again, comfort and safety. So we try something new and then we're like, oh, that's not going to work. And we come right back. Or our brain or our 
unconscious mind, which again is our feelings in our body, self-sabotage us, right? We're like, nope, that's not okay. Nope, that's not going to work. And we come back to that sense of safety, even if it's not the result that we want. So it's not functional, right? We know that overeating makes us gain weight. And yet we find ourselves continually overeating because that's the pattern that feels comfortable, right? A lot of us go-getters, type A driven people, we've created something out of nothing. And yet it feels less comfortable and less safe to actually relax and do nothing. And so for me, for a long time, If I was trying to relax, I would definitely be eating because it took the edge off of that discomfort of not doing anything. And it wasn't until I started getting coached and exploring my mind and getting to the root cause of what was going on that I discovered that I didn't feel safe relaxing and doing nothing because I felt like my worth was tied to my productivity. So for me to actually do nothing, it felt like I was worthless and therefore unsafe because then, you know, everyone would abandon me and no one would like me and I would be rejected, you know, and granted this is all in my head, but evolutionarily wise, this makes sense because humans are built for connection and for love and to be kept safe, right? And our brain still, there's a big part of our brain that just wants to be efficient, stay safe and avoid pain and seek pleasure. So if this is where you're starting, again, you can sh- that inner critic and allow yourself to just be curious about where am I starting? Sometimes I feel safe, sometimes I feel unsafe or comfortable or uncomfortable. And then just create that awareness of where your baseline is. Feeling better also means being able to care for yourself and others without feeling like you have to light yourself on fire to keep other people warm or burn yourself out in the process. And what I mean by this is like if you feel like you constantly have to hustle, right? You can't stop. You can't stop moving because if you don't do everything, then nothing will get done. And then somehow it will be your fault and you will be held responsible and to blame. And you can't have that because that doesn't feel safe. Okay, so just if this strikes a nerve with you or kind of triggers you a little bit, this may be where your work is to just slow down and explore, huh, is that true for me? And being able to feel good, even when you feel bad, even when you have things that you want to do or feel that you need to do, to be able to feel comfortable and safe while you're taking care of yourself and while you're taking care of others. And this skill will explode the possibilities in your world, okay? The last concept of feeling better that I thought of is trusting yourself that you can always create exactly what you need to feel safe, to feel grounded, and okay. No matter what circumstances are swirling around you, what's going on at your job, what's happening with your family, what kind of argument you just had with your spouse, whether your kids are acting out in school or getting older and not taking the path that you feel is good for them. It's being able to manage your own mind and your own safety and sense of security without reacting from a place of fear. So I really want to present the foundation of feeling better as creating safety in your body and your mind from a place of love, compassion, 
and grace. And when we can do this, it creates trust. And we do this like anything, small steps, right? Small steps add up. So we want to practice this and it doesn't, you don't have to wait for like someone to scare you and you freak out and then that's where you start practicing. I want you to start thinking about small examples in your day-to-day life where you may feel a little uncomfortable and you just notice yourself reacting in a certain way and you're like, I'd really like to not do that anymore. I'd like to not reach for the ice cream when I'm really stressed out and feeling like, ugh, what's going to happen tomorrow? I want to be able to calm my brain down when it starts spinning when I lie down to go to sleep. I want to be able to have this challenging and uncomfortable conversation, but feel okay going into it that yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but I can be proud of how I showed up and act with love to this for this other person, even if I disagree with what they're saying and what they're doing. And think about it. This is so powerful. This will change all of your relationships. It'll change the concept you have of yourself of what you're you think you're able to do or not do, it'll decrease anxiety and worry and stress. It will allow your brain to be so much more focused and clear. It will stop the spinning, which will save you time and energy and money. Think of all the money you spend on things that try to help you feel better, even for a moment or two. We spend thousands of dollars on vacations and then half the time we're like stressed about the vacation leading up to the vacation, getting all the work done, getting everyone packed, making sure the weather's gonna be okay. What about the rental car? What if the condo's not like we liked it to be? What if the hotel runs out of, I don't know, pina colada mix? What if the weather's bad and we can't lie on the beach like we expected? And then when we get home, we feel maybe a little bit more rested, but honestly, then we're back in the grind again and nothing's really changed. How many thousands of dollars have you spent on food, entertainment, vacations, even things like therapy, right? Where you're just kind of rehashing the same stuff every week. And I am not knocking therapy because it is so helpful for people to be able to slow their brains down, to see what's going on, to help decide what they want to change to feel better. And therapy and coaching are very similar in that way. Whereas with coaching, we're starting with someone who's functional and helping them thrive and improve and change and create new habits. With therapy, usually there's some kind of struggle that's keeping you from being functional and healthy and functioning at a level that you can maintain, right? And therapy and coaching can go together. So I just want to kind of throw that in there. So if you're confused about what I would I need therapy, what I need coaching, you can do both and they can both be highly beneficial for you. And the key is to find someone who listens to you that you feel comfortable with, that you can really relax, right? And feel safe around and comfortable around to really dig deep and do that inner work that's going to benefit you in the long run. Okay, so we talked about what the foundation of feeling better is. And it's not being okay all the time and feeling happy and unicorns and rainbows and puppies and being positive all the time, right? I posted recently on Instagram about toxic positivity and how it actually makes things worse instead of better. But there's so many people in the self-help world that beat themselves up because they're like, I just need to feel, I just need to be more positive and then I'll feel better. 
And that is erroneous thinking, my friends, but it is well-meaning. It's just slightly misplaced. You don't ever have to think more positively to feel better. You just have to be aware of the thoughts and then the emotion that that creates, the actions or inactions that drives and the results that you get. Because when you can really slow down, and I teach people and coach people based on something called the model, which was developed by Brooke Castillo. Um, It's about how your thoughts create your emotions, your emotions drive your actions, and your actions create your results. But ultimately, your thoughts and your beliefs and your ideas and your mindset create those results. And anytime we want to shift and make a permanent change, we want to play with a combination of thoughts and feelings in a very rational, logical manner, which is what we do with coaching, and also increase understanding and emotional processing so that you feel safe feeling any emotion. And that, my friends, is how you feel better, how you stop anxiety, how you decrease stress, how you thrive in every aspect of your life and health is that emotional intelligence and being able to be like, okay, I feel angry right now, or I feel overwhelmed, or I feel sad, or I feel angry, but I've got this. I know what to do. I have those tools and I can navigate this and know that ultimately I'm going to be okay, even if I don't feel okay right now. It's that foundation, that core of who you are. And if you're thinking, my gosh, there's no way that I can ever do this. I want to tell you that that is just a thought error. (laughs) And that's going to hold you back from making this progress because you have a human brain, as we all do. And I will tell you that your human brain is amazing. It's beautiful. It's so intelligent. And it's also a master of keeping you in the same place because it wants to be efficient and stay safe. So that's why feeling comfortable and safe when you're uncomfortable and feeling unsafe is mastery. Okay. So how, what does this look like in practice? We want to be aware and practice awareness of when we feel unsafe or uncomfortable and when we're reacting and doing something out of fear, right? Anytime this happens, and it's going to happen to you multiple tiny little times during the day, and the more you can slow down in that moment, notice it, be aware of it, and then intentionally feel it in your body, name it, and then shift it, the faster you'll be able to shift this into a place of empowerment, control, being the owner of what's going on in your world. Because I can tell you when you make that shift from feeling helpless, like life is happening to you, to being the owner and feeling empowered in your life, you can then go on to create anything you want. You want to lose 30 pounds? You can do that. You want to start your own business and be successful and support your family? You can do that. You want to quit that job and get another one where you're appreciated and you can feel fulfilled and satisfied every day? You can do that. You want to leave a relationship where you're just kind of so-so or you're not happy and you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings so you're kind of staying and you want to really be in a relationship where you are loved and appreciated the way you feel you should be? You can do that. You want to change your marriage 
because you know that there's something there, but you feel like it's just kind of gotten wonky and you've grown apart. And it doesn't take two people to change a relationship. It just takes one, my friends. You can do that. Literally, I've helped clients do all of these things. And it all starts with our mindset, our thoughts, and our emotions, and creating that safety to make a change. Because if you think about it, any big or even small change in our life can feel traumatic. It can feel unsafe because anytime you're doing something new, there's a level of uncertainty of the unknown. And when you know that you are going to be okay, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what happens, no matter what you decide to do when you're responding versus reacting, you have this foundation. You can then go on and be focused and clear. And it becomes so simple and easy and doable to create exactly the changes you want and build upon those habits. So I want you this week to focus and see where do you feel uncomfortable? Where do you feel a little bit unsafe? And it may surprise you. And I just want to offer you that when your brain goes into that inner critic mode and it wants to be like, how ridiculous are you that you feel uncomfortable, right? I want you to have that compassion and that grace for yourself and be like, okay, shh, inner critic, we're trying something different. I'm curious why this feels uncomfortable, why I feel unsafe right now. And you don't have to go down the rabbit hole of, well, my dad used to yell a lot. So anytime my husband raises his voice, I automatically go into trauma mode. That may be true, but you also don't have to like go all the way into your past and relive things. You can start where you are and just decide, do I want to continue this pattern and this habit of thinking and feeling? And if you do, that's fine. If it's not causing you any problems, go on, just be aware of it. And if and when you decide you want to shift, you want to change, you have that ability as well. If you're not familiar with the PAL process, there is a link in the show notes. It helps you slow down, increase awareness, identify what's going on in your body and your brain, and then start to shift it. If you want to get do this work, take it deeper, get support with it, you can please reach out, email me at info at thrivearena.com. This is the work that I do with my clients. And it can sound really heavy or really complicated, but we break it down. We make it really simple. I help you step by step with any habit or a change you want to make. It all comes back to how we're thinking and feeling about it and what our beliefs and our mindset are. Because you've probably experienced this. You change a habit and, but you keep that same mindset. You change the habit, you're doing okay for a couple of weeks and then you fall off and then you revert back to where you were, which reinforces like, oh, I knew I couldn't do that because that's what you were thinking in the first place, my friends. So when we start at the level of your mindset and your thoughts and your feelings about the possibility that you can lose the weight, that you can change the job, that you can improve your marriage, that you can get along with your kids, right? You can change that from the mindset first. And I want to offer that it's very simple. It's very easy. We have fun in the process. 
we're looking at your brain and just kind of unpacking what's been going on and then rewiring new pathways to make it so much easier for you to thrive in your life, to thrive in your health, to thrive in whatever you want for yourself. And I want to offer as well, as a woman, you are not selfish for knowing that things can be better and wanting them to be that way. Because we all get to put on our own oxygen mask first. And if the airlines are saying it, man, then it must be true, right? Okay, so I hope that this foundation for feeling better gets you thinking and sparking some ideas of how you can support yourself as we go through the holiday season and into 2023 and the goals that you want to make for yourself in the new year if you're goal-oriented or just some small changes you want to make, it starts with creating that space and that comfort and that safety and that trust that you will be okay as you begin to make changes. And again, if you want some support with this, if you just kind of want to talk it through and you're not sure if you want formal coaching support, come email me. Let's have a conversation. And then if you decide you want to work together, that's fine. We can talk about that too. But I want you to know that you are totally capable of creating any change you want in your life and having your own back no matter what comes up as the outcome of that. Because a lot of times change just feels scary because we don't know what's on the other side. All right, my friends. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy being curious with yourself about where you can kind of tweak things and shift them just a little to create a little bit more comfort and safety. Have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, Click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.